Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MLB DFSA podcast by Sportitos. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as I am every wonderful Saturday evening to talk about the Sunday slate by Mr. Tim Morris over here. Uh, MLB and soon to be contributing for the NBA division here with Sportitos pretty soon. So excited to have him on talk about this slate. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? How are you feeling about this big 10-game uh, slate we're going to talk about? I am doing great. Uh, I feel pretty good about this slate. There are a few matchups in particular that really stand out to me and will probably be the bulk of where I get my offense from. Absolutely. Um, and we can just kind of hop right into it. I know we have about uh, maybe five games, six games that we're kind of targeting here. So, uh, you know, a good good number of them. Uh, if you guys don't follow Tim already, definitely go follow my guy Tim at me, Tim Sim on Twitter. And uh, I do want to go ahead and plug real quick before we get started here, this uh, fantasy football draft guy we've got going on, which again, we're trying to push hard just because it's just such a good, a good product. And I did a mock draft earlier today, actually on YouTube. You guys can go check that out uh, with Jamie McQuarrie, who is actually a DFS contributor as well. And uh, just, just love, love the work there. So let's hop right into it though, Tim, we've got, uh, I know the Reds at the Milwaukee uh, Brewers here, and the Reds have not named their starter yet, uh, but I do have a line here, actually. It looks like it's mo- minus 130 in favor of the Brewers, and we have an over-under uh, on the game total at 9.5. So uh, tell me, uh, you know, obviously we're not going with the Reds' uh, pit starting pitcher here because we don't know who that is. So <laughs> what, are we, what are we liking here? <laughs> no, I just kind of wanted to talk about the offense here for the Reds, um, another big potential for high-scoring game. Uh, They just beat the Brewers today on Saturday. It was a tight game in the seventh inning, and then Ellie De La Cruz hit a single uh, to put the Reds ahead, stole second, stole third, and then stole home. Awesome. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, you're going to be seeing that everywhere. Um, Just wanted to mention, he's he's ridiculous right now. He's at 6,100 if you wanted to play him in there. I mean, he's looking very worth his price these days, especially with those – the, if you're getting three steals, that's 15 points right there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's just ridiculous. If Joy Votto hit another home run on Saturday. He had a really bad June, only hit 167. Uh, his July has been a lot better, hitting 350. He's got 10 ribbies in just the last five games. He's a little bit of a cheaper option at 4,700 at first base. So if he's in that lineup and you're feeling good about their matchup against Wade Miley for the Brewers, uh, who's a veteran left-hander, uh, I, I don't see a problem with having him in there. If you're looking for cheap offense on the Reds, you got someone like Will Benson, who's at 2,800, who tripled and homered on Saturday. And he's about the cheapest bat you're going to find on the red side. Uh, but really, I would target more of the Reds' offense than anything. The Brewers are, have kind of been struggling, to be honest. Awesome. So we're uh, targeting those uh, bats over there on the Reds. And, yeah, I, I bet the Reds today, and they came through for me late, and that was uh, pretty awesome to see. They've just been so, just so killer the uh, last, uh, what, two months, basically. Yeah. Uh, maybe a month and a half. But, yeah, it's it's been uh, been a lot of fun to see. Uh, so we're looking at some Reds' bats there. Do you like anybody on the Brewers' side or uh, not really? Uh, not really. Uh, to be honest, the vibes kind of seem off there. Things <laughs> have not been good. They're talking oh, about selling the team, Ooh. talking about moving the stadium. So it, it's just been kind of a rough few months for Milwaukee. Uh, so I think, I, I mean, they were still able to score some runs. They'll have some, uh, Kristen Yelich has had a decent July. Um, if you wanted to have him in there, he's just a little bit, 
expensive for my taste. But with with the Reds uh, not naming a starter yet, there is some potential for the Brewers to score some runs. So if you're looking at a guy like Christian Yelich, he could have a big game. Maybe Willie Adamas, he, he's kind of shown some signs of life, but I would target the red side more. Uh, uh, yeah, Yelich looks so good, what, uh, three, mm-hmm. four years ago and just... Um, MVP. He was yeah. an MVP. Yeah, just hasn't uh, hasn't put together uh, since then. But yeah, um, but yeah good, good to know there. Uh, let's move on to the next game here. We've got the Kansas City Royals at the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, and that's a uh, money line. In, uh, well, they're assuming the Guardians are going to win. It's a minus 195 for the Guardians to win this game. And we've got over under game total of 8.5. So both these games are kind of on the high side. Guessing we're going to be targeting some uh, hitters in this game as well, huh? Yeah, uh, more so on the Cleveland side. Mm. Um, I'm actually probably going to start Shane Bieber uh, at 9,000. He's been okay. He's been a little bit better at home. 302 ERA at home versus a 414 ERA on the road. Uh, we saw Aaron Savali get a 30 point game on Friday, starting for Cleveland. And then Gavin Williams today had an 18 point game. So those both came against the Royals. Uh, Kansas City bottom three in strikeouts over the past seven days, 15 days, and 30 days. So they're a team that strikes out a lot. They just haven't been very good. Uh, so I'll probably be starting Shane Bieber for sure. Awesome. So we're going with the Biebs, uh <laughs> for sure. And then you said you like some of those Reds bats, right? Uh, the Cleveland bats, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, someone Cleveland like bats, sorry. Uh, Ahmed Rosario. I like the Reds bats too, though. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> sorry. Cleveland Ahmed bats, Rosario yeah. has been really good. He's at 3,900. Uh, he's got 12 hits in eight July games. He's been really solid since June. Uh, th- I want to talk about the Naylor brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them had three hit games on Saturday. Josh Naylor, first baseman at 4,200. So he's a little bit under like your 5,000 higher price guys. So I really like that. He's been super productive in the last two weeks. He's got 23 hits in 15 games. He's reached base safely in 13 out of those games. And like I said, a three hit game on Saturday. So he's really feeling it right now. The Naylors, we like the, the those guys there. Uh, anyone else in this game we're targeting? Uh, not really. Uh, I think though that's kind of the bulk of what I mean. If you want to play Josh Bell, he's also under three thousand. Uh, he's starting to feel it a little bit. Uh, I, I wouldn't really target anybody on the Royals side. I know Bobby Witt Jr. hit a home run on Saturday in the late innings, but uh, Cleveland was was cruising today, and then they they kind of let it slip towards the end. I'm I'm thinking they they take care of business more tomorrow with yeah. Bieber on the mound. Yeah, I love uh, love that you keep your uh, finger on the pulse here. You know, knowing exactly where all these hitters are uh, going off. So that's that's fantastic, man. Okay, we got the Cardinals, uh, my beloved Cardinals. Not really, <laughs> obviously, I'm a Cubs fan. Uh, at the Chicago White Sox, I don't like either of these teams. Can they both lose? Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Cardinals at White Sox. We've got the White Sox uh, minus 125 on DraftKings, and the over under for this game is at a nine. Uh, looks like Steven Matz and uh, Lucas Gilito, uh mm-hmm. on the mound here uh, against each other. So what what are, we, what are we liking here, Tim? Well, both of these teams have really been struggling this year. Um, Steven Matz starting for the Cardinals, a 7-1-4 ERA on the road, left-hander, right-handed batters hitting 329 against him this year. He started the year in the rotation, but he fell out of it. Uh, Adam Wainwright went to the I.L., um, so maybe that means Matt's gets his place back. 
but even if he does, I, I just don't hasn't think, been great. Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> think he's going to have a lot of success here. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be targeting some of these Chicago White Sox uh, right-handed hitters like Luis Robert mm-hmm. at 5700. That's a little pricey for him, but um, he's tied for third in home runs. He'll be in the home run derby. Uh, these are the last games before All Star break so yeah all-star weekend yeah. slash all-star week but so so we'll probably see some of these guys uh maybe finish off their first half in style i think robert might homer tomorrow um yeah he he's been crushing it this year i love it man and yeah i think the white Sox. you know um a lot of analysts including sportitos wager pass guys were on top of the white Sox this year to win their division obviously mm. that hasn't panned out but the uh, the skill is there. I mean, the the talent is there. Uh, they just haven't been able to put the wins together so far this season. But you know, uh, MLB is such a long season always. So uh, at some point, I think you, you ride these guys uh, just because they are a skilled team. Uh, outside of uh, you know, outside of that guy, are you, uh, outside of Robert, who are you looking at uh, on the White Sox as well? Uh, if you're looking for cheap options, uh, Zach Remayard is a shortstop. Uh, he's at twenty seven hundred. Uh, he he hasn't been playing that much. Uh, he's I believe he's a rookie. I want to say he uh, hit he hit lead, lead off on Saturday. He had a three RBI game on Friday. He's got a four seventy four batting average against left handed pitchers, but it's a small sample size. But uh, he's has had some success against lefties. So if you want to put him in there, uh, if you need to fill out your roster, he's a really cheap way to do it. Uh, if you want to put Jake Berger in there. At third base, he hit 146 in June, but he credits his wife for recognizing something in a stance, um, and he's hit three home runs since then. So he's at 4,100, a little pricey, but uh, it's probably because of the matchup. It's priced in with with Matt's on the mound for St. Louis. Yeah, I saw that. Where someone's wife had uh, suggested something mm-hmm. about their uh, their batting, and it was like a, a meme where uh, it was like all these teams. And it's every team except the White Sox have you know hitting coaches for their uh, players, <laughs> yeah. and we have our wives. So there you go. Yeah. Good job, White Sox. Um, all right, so I like those guys there on the White Sox. Anyone on the uh, St. Louis side you're looking at here? Do you think uh, you know could, we can target any of the hitters on that side? Uh, no, I mean if you want to go with Jordan Walker, he's usually a cheaper option around three thousand. Uh, he's been having a weird but effective year uh, as a rookie. Uh, he's their top prospect. So Giolito hasn't been that solid. You could you could probably put him in there if you want to fill out your roster, if you want to put Arenado in there. I, I mean, he's been producing. He'll be in the All-Star game uh, again. So, uh, But he's, he's just a little pricey at third base for me. There are other matchups that I prefer. Yeah. And uh, it's exciting that, uh, you know, uh, all-star weekend's coming up uh, because we maybe we'll get out and do like a home run derby, uh, you know, prop contest or something like that. Mm. That'd be kind of fun. I, you know, yeah. I was, I always enjoy the derby. Uh, I don't enjoy the game too much, but that's true of any sport really don't really yeah. get into that. But um, the, the home run derby is always fun. They got some fun stuff going on there. Um, all right. So next game we're going to talk about here is the Oakland athletics at the Boston Red Sox. Uh, we've got JP Sears out for the athletics, but we have uh, no picture yet for the Red Sox. So don't have a game line for you guys for that one, unfortunately. But what are you liking about this game here, Tim? Yeah, well, I mean, it's our chance to fade the A's. Um, <laughs> it's It's been successful more than it's not been this year. Mm-hmm. So I am Boston's on a little bit of a run. They've won seven out of their last eight games. 
Uh, they outscored the A's 17 to six in the first two games of this series. So they're putting runs on the board against Oakland. Uh, I believe Friday was another bullpen game for Boston, just like tomorrow's will be or Sunday's will be. So uh, it, it didn't stop them on Friday. It, it didn't really make that big of an impact because Oakland just can't really produce. They lost Ruiz, Estuary Ruiz, who, you know, was one of their producers, one of their few producers. So it's not like they got a long line of, of guys waiting to step up. So unfortunately for Oakland and their fans, I think Boston will continue to put the hurt on them. Uh, if you want to play some of these Boston bats, I, I would put as many as I can in there. Mm-hmm. Someone like Masataka Yoshida at 4,500. And mm-hmm. the great thing about the Boston bats is they're not super pricey like some of the Atlanta guys or some of the higher tier guys. So you got Yoshida at like 4,500. I yeah. think Devers is around 5,000. Duval is under 5,000. So you can get some big bats in there. Uh, Verdugo's 4,300. He hit a two-run home run on Saturday. Jaron Duran, 3,800, hit a two-run home run on Saturday. So it, you could probably fit a lot of Boston bats in your lineup, and I think that'll bore out well for you. Awesome. So lots of uh, you know Boston Red Sox that we can stack here. They're on a win streak here. And, of course, they get the lowly uh, athletics, so uh, mm-hmm. target, the, target the A's whenever possible. Um, just like their fans do. So okay. Uh so we do like that. Um, and there was a couple other games you kind of wanted to touch on here as well. I I know there was one that you were uh, specifically wanted to touch on, just maybe yeah, one the, the Phillies and the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I just wanted to to talk about Jesus Lazardo. I he'll probably be um the pitcher that I pair with Bieber. Uh he's at 9900 I think he's the third highest pitcher on the slate. Uh, 17th in strikeout percentage, 16th in swing strike percentage. I think it's going to be between Lazardo, Chris Bassett, and Logan Gilbert for me. Uh, Bassett is starting for the Jays. The Jays got no hit today by the Tigers. Um, not, not great for them. Maybe Toronto comes out um, and, and makes up for that with Bassett on the mound. He could have a big game. Uh, we saw Alec Manoa come back and have a decent game against the Tigers. So maybe Bassett will be able to do that as well. I like it, man. Uh, and uh, let's see, who are my Cubbies playing? The Cubbies are playing the Yankees. Uh, and you, anyone you like in this game, let me ask you that. I mean, of course, you know, I've watched, trying to watch my Cubbies a little bit more here uh, recently as of late. Uh, I was watching them over uh, over in the UK. That was pretty fun. Uh, anyone you like here uh, in this matchup here, Cubs and Yankees? Yeah, the Cubs, they are – I i don't know which direction they're going. It looks like they're going to be sellers at the deadline, which Probably, is never yeah. a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Cody Bellinger, they're saying they Bellinger. he might be traded. Uh, he's at 4,600. He's hitting 556 in July. The, the game on Saturday was his first game in the month without a hit. Um, so he's been really good since he's come back off the aisle for them. Uh Let's see. Stanton Homer twice on Saturday. If you wanted to play him for the Yankees, uh, maybe it unlocks something. I mean, the Yankees have been just not very good. Uh, Josh Donaldson also home run hit a home run. He's at three thousand. He has only fourteen hits this season. Ten of them are home runs. So, not a great ratio there. He's not really doing anything else. But if you're feeling lucky. I mean, Domingo German is on the mound for the Yankees. Uh, he pitched that perfect game in the first in his first outing. 
since that, he gave up nine hits in four innings to Baltimore. And he's priced at 6,800. He's like low, lower half of the pitchers. So that tells you how random that perfect game was. And that also did come against Oakland. So, so that's why I, I mean, I, I might put Bellinger in there just because he's been so hot and German is, is just unconvincing to me. Uh, but you might get potential scattered thunderstorms uh, mm-hmm. in the Bronx. So just mm-hmm. look out for that. Uh, but yeah, I think Bellinger would be the main cubby that I would put in there. Uh, maybe Nico Horner, but he's he's a little expensive for my taste. Yeah, uh, feel you on that one. But yeah, I think uh, you know definitely the Cubs will be sellers here at the deadline. Uh, Bellinger would be one of the biggest names there for them to move. Absolutely. So if they want to showcase that guy, uh, now would be a good time against the uh, Yankees. But especially uh, there because they they're, yeah. they're a trade potential targets so. yeah absolutely and uh and i like your call there for the uh for the weather obviously something that we don't talk a whole lot about on this show but uh, if you guys are looking for weather updates one of the things we do with our uh ethos fancy f- uh, baseball division is we actually have weekly weather updates from an actual meteorologist which is really really cool um larry is an, an older guy but i've uh, been doing meteorology for a long time and uh yeah go get that uh, ethos fancy baseball pass and you'll be able to get access to those articles where you get to get the lowdown on what's going on with the weather and how that's going to affect your your baseball lineups. Because yeah, I, I will say that I do use that every week. I, yeah. I look at it because he gives you the forecast and he'll tell you which way the wind is blowing, quite literally, yeah. <laughs> which is makes a big impact on these games, on these run totals, on these guys, and how they produce. So yeah. it's super helpful. It can give you the edge. Um, you know, yes. obviously with baseball, the uh, the weather is super duper important. So, yeah. uh, same thing for football. So, if there's no domes, uh, you know, you got some uh, some stuff going on with the weather there. So, uh, that's gonna do it for us, though, guys. That is it. Uh, I am Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at at Ethos Keith and Tim. I already shot you out on Twitter, but go ahead and remind the folks where they can find your work, man. Yeah, at me, Tim Sim on Twitter. Feel free to hit me up with any questions you might have. Uh, my deliveries come out on sportsethos.com. I drop pickums. I've been doing pretty yeah. well with those. So feel free to tell me. Uh, I'll be dropping pickums for tomorrow too, um, for Sunday. So yeah, look out for those. Yeah, those pick and plays, uh, good call there, Tim, because yeah, we've been definitely uh, trying to get those out there in front of eyes because uh, Tim's been doing incredible work there as well as Mike on the PGA side. But uh, if you guys play prize plays, you underdog, uh, thrive fantasy, any of those type of uh, you know sites where you have to pick a couple of player props and kind of pair them together, uh, we're trying to give you guys some winners for those. I think we're doing doing a stellar job there. Tim Tim's just been doing excellent work, so go check him out. Uh, until next time, everybody. Hey, go get that money. <laughs>